Well, good morning, everyone. Michael Curley here with another morning thought. I am uh, rereading and rethinking through an old thought and uh, refreshed it for today. I've called this the power of one word. Have you ever used a monosyllable grunt? You know, to agree or disagree, or a word to mean that that means yes or no, even a nod of the head up for yes and down for no. Try doing that opposite. Auctioneers know the signals. With the use of a word, everyone expects something to happen. Consider what the interpretation of the grunt, the word, or the nod means. For the sake of my thought today, I simply call the response a word, and there is power in that one word. The word does not stand alone. It needs to know the action that it is related to. Thusly, a laundry list of tasks gets clicked on in your brain or subconscious. Actions happen in accordance to the grunt word or not. Words are powerful. I write and think a lot about words. They are muy importante. You cannot expect everyone to agree or to disagree with you. Everyone has a right to their own thoughts, words, and actions. Do we expect everyone to be on the same page? Well, Understand what lies behind the use of our words, and maybe you'll find your own answer on that. Tell someone to turn off the lights. What's the first thing that happens? They look around for the source of all lights. They look for the switch. They figure out if it goes up or down, or you turn something around, or you reach to the wall and unplug. They perform some feat of a mobility to get to the switch location. They complete the action to make the lights go off, and now what? One phrase, one word creates many steps. Just like that single grunt word or nod, even a look, as in, don't you give me that look. Now, I'm not sure that this is true for all of us, but I ask myself a question. How does my subconscious work at night? I walk to the concept of shutting down our electronic devices, and then I considered what happens when we hit the off button. That's one word. And behind the scenes, a lot of actions are being taken. Apps must close, data must be saved, perhaps a processing point is even saved, and a host of other tasks I'm not even thinking about. Choosing to press the key for off or on is like yes or no. It produces a litany of actions. Someone had to think about all the possibilities and ensure that processes shut down or started up in an organized fashion. I understand the difference between a clean shutdown and a dirty or emergency shutdown. Computers can be so sensitive. Experience a power blink, whoops, everything not on emergency power goes dark. Repair the problem and be prepared for the inevitable. It may not work right without repairs of its own. It will take many steps of recovery to simply turn the electronic back on. Back in the day, our church in Humble, Texas was enjoying the start of a Sunday evening service with a guest speaker. Suddenly, a storm blew through, lightning hit the building, and our power panel was fried. The church went pitch dark. We did not have emergency lighting as building codes back then did not require them. 
we scrambled for candles and flashlights from all over the campus. Our guest speaker, well, he simply sat down at the non-electronic piano. It was a baby grand, I think, and proceeded to entertain the audience in the dark. Well, what did he play? I think it was the 14 ways you can play Three Blind Mice. From classical to rock to country and every other way you can imagine, he kept it up for nearly 30 minutes. Slowly, we found enough lights to help everyone leave the building safely. Here's my thought today. Consider what happens behind the scenes when we agree or make a request for something. Nodding in agreement or shaking our head in disagreement can open a can of worms, especially if we have no clue what that nod or shake portends. Paul, the Apostle Paul, has requested something from his protege, Timothy. It's his last known letter ever. 2 Timothy 4.13 says, Bring the cloak that I left with Carpus at Troas when you come, and the books, especially the parchments. In other words, bring my stuff to me. From Troas, which was near Ephesus, all the way to Rome, it was not an afterthought of bringing something left behind at the house. No, it was a major process to schedule for Paul's stuff to reach him. Paul is requested it in the form of a letter that will take a goodly while to reach Timothy. I wonder if he ever got his stuff. If not, what did they do with it after he was gone? Think this through. It's our wedding day, standing before Reverend A.E. Matney with a crowd of family and friends. My bride says, I do. Those same words come out of my mouth. No one told us the meaning behind the words. No one offered premarital counseling at that, in that day or a book on how to be married. It's been a lifelong learning process. When we signed on the dotted line for a huge mortgage, did we think it through? There is the assumption by the lender that we will agree to the terms of the loan, namely make our payments on time for the next 30 years. Think about that which you so easily agreed or disagreed with. Consequences behind every word requires action. Processes get started, and an orderly approach to accomplishing the task must be found. Goals need to be set. Objectives need to be identified. Frank Outlaw, the late president of the Bilo Stores, made a comment, and it's really a, co a compilation of a lot of people saying the same thing, but he said it best. Watch your thoughts, they become words. Watch your words, they become actions. Watch your actions, they become habits. Watch your habits, they become character. Watch your character, for it becomes your destiny. I've heard this before. Sort of sounds like some scriptural principles at work. As a man thinketh in his heart, said Proverbs 23 and 7, so is he. You need to understand what happens in the background for the affirmation of your response or the negative in reverse. I'm not sure why this is churning inside of my mind right now. Consider that it's easy to say one thing and mean another. My task list 
is full of agreements. I need to delegate, relegate it, wash them away and start all over because there's not enough time in my world to accomplish everything. How about you? Have you simply agreed or disagreed with something without any thought about what still must happen to meet your wishes? Maybe if we would think this through a little deeper, what would that be like? Well, perhaps we would not find ourselves in over our heads with no way out. Keep on thinking, everybody. Hey, thank you for listening today. I hope you enjoyed it. Leave me a message. If we can do anything to help in prayer, I'd love to spend some time talking to the Lord with your need on my heart and mind. God bless you. I will see you again on another morning.